When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another Wolverine.com podcast TV version. This is Chris Ballas with me, Doug Skeen, Michigan's all Big Ten offensive lineman, former. Uh, if you had any eligibility left, you'd be frothing at the mouth this week. So, but I do believe you're in the New York England Patriots Ring of Honor. Is that right? No. Oh, okay. Well, I got confused. Okay. Well, he did play with the Patriots, did play for Bill Parcells, so he knows what he's talking about. Uh, I will say this. None of us, however, got our predictions right this year when it came to Michigan football, and we couldn't be happier. I predicted seven and five. You predicted worse than that. I figured Jim Harbaugh needed to get a swagger back to have a chance for this program to get back to where it needed to be and to have a good year. He's done that. I give him credit. I understand that you don't like to lose to Michigan State. Uh, it was controversial, whatever. It's one loss, and now there's two teams left standing, basically, in the East with a chance. First time in a long time scheme that they get these guys at home with everything on the line. It's kind of exciting. It's very exciting, and you're absolutely right. There's uh, no one happier to be wrong about the way the season has gone than me. Um, we've been talking about it for weeks and checking off the boxes that we weren't sure were going to happen have happened. They've won some tough road games against some some teams that, uh, you know, may not have had the highest of rankings, but still, I, having been there and done that, it's hard to go on the road and win at Wisconsin, at Penn State, and at Nebraska. Those are tough places to play. Those are three games that I, quite frankly, didn't think Michigan was going to win at the beginning of this season, but clearly – the, the the vibe and the chemistry and the and the program has changed changed for the better. Hats off to Jim Harbaugh and everybody that's made that happen down there. And now here we are, uh, six days away from playing for a Big Ten East championship and a chance to go to that conference title game and do something Michigan hasn't done in the better part of twenty years. So, yeah, please please let's make it happen. We just want to make it happen somehow. I know there's a whole Michigan football. Uh, base of fans that have been on edge and waiting for this for many, many years. And now there's a chance and you can't get there until you give yourself a chance. And this team has given themselves a chance. As John Beeline, Michigan's former basketball coach would say, be in position to put yourself in position to be in position. And that's what they've done. So uh, this close to running the table to this point, uh, crazy with this schedule. Uh, and I don't care what anybody says about Nebraska, moral, moral victory university at this point with all the one, one score losses that they've had this year. It's crazy. Uh, but there's a, you know what? The teams with the culture and that figured it out win those games. Those are the games that Michigan was not winning in the recent past, but has figured out how to do that now. And I think that's why Cade McNamara was so emotional after the Penn State game. He was on the sidelines uh, weeping about his his injured teammates and how big it was for those seniors. To me, that was a moment where I said, okay, we're getting back to being Michigan football here, and we're getting back to seeing it. And to their credit, uh, they've kept gutting it out. You've got guys playing through injuries. Uh, you've got guys out there that are not 100%, and very few are, right, at this point of the year? Yeah, very few are. And, Ballas, that, that, that moment you talked about there with McNamara, when a guy shows emotion like that toward multiple teammates, 
you can extrapolate that out. This means that these guys care about each other. And uh, you and I talked about that early in the season. It was before the end of September. I could tell this team likes each other. This team plays for each other. And that was another thing that I didn't expect coming in because of the previous seasons. Uh, it was apparent that Michigan's teams weren't all that likely of, of each other. And, it, we, and I, I watched a lot of offensive football, but little things, little things about not helping your quarterback up after he gets drilled, those tiny little things tell me something when you yeah. watch you watch the games. And this team is totally different. So when your quarterback is showing some emotion for the toughness and the grit and the effort that his teammates are given, that means that the, the recipe is right in the locker room. And that's why you can go in some of these tough games. There's no one perfectly healthy this 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 late in the season. Everybody's got bumps, everybody's tired, everybody's got some soreness, and you got injuries. It all happens. But with the exception of Ronnie Bell, this football team has avoided major injuries in a large scale across the board. And now you're here here we are going into the Ohio State game, and still you're going to get Blake Corum back probably for that game, and. The guys in the offensive line have battled. Those guards have been rotating in for the better part of the season with various injuries and yet maintained a pretty doggone good performance record. So it's been a great season so far. Now, if you really want to use the word great, you got to beat Ohio State and hang a championship, and then you can call yourself one of the great Big Ten champion teams that Michigan's ever had. You know what's crazy is they beat Ohio State and they still have to go play in that championship game. That, so. You know, hey, listen, that, that worries me too. Yes. You know, we beat Ohio State. That'll be such an emotional win. Then you got to rise back up and maybe go play Wisconsin again. Right. That's going to be a tough game, but let's just see what would happen Saturday against Ohio State first. Yeah, get to Indianapolis and then we'll talk about that without complaint, right? Yeah. You don't light up the victory cigars until the week later, but there is something to be said for that going out to the Rose Bowl when you put so much into that Ohio State game and you feel like you've accomplished probably your biggest goal of the year, right? Under both Schembechler and Gary Moeller and Lloyd Carr. And to, to smoke, bring up those stogies and feel like, wow, we've gotten to the mountaintop. Well, guess what? You're still a couple thousand feet away. Uh, yeah. However, it feels like you got there and you can't discount that. No, you won't discount it. I mean, this, there's a whole generation of Michigan football players that don't know what it's like to beat Ohio State. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And quite honestly, they are they are the standard in the Big Ten. Have been that way now for years. Clearly, they're the best, most talented program. They've proven it for X amount of years in a row. They look to be the same this year with the talent they've got in their roster that's on display. Certainly yesterday against Michigan State, but throughout the season, they just reload. They got football players at Ohio State. So that's why when you beat them, it's a big, big deal. And so it always has been and always will be because they're good, Ballas, or a good football team. And you can argue about, you know, years and this, that, or the other, about what they do or don't do to get those good football teams. That's a different conversation. The reality is Ohio State is a darn good football program, so it is always a big deal to beat them.
and we'll talk about them in a minute, but I want to talk about the Maryland game. They took care of business. It wasn't always pretty. Uh, to me, the defense lapsed a little bit when they got up big, and, uh, you know, you saw a few guys cutting corners. They got it back. Uh, at the same time, your thoughts on the offense and the offensive line. Finding a star in the passing game in Donovan Edwards, uh, you can't tell you what. At this point of the year, it's like he got this shiny new toy, and he's not all that banged up, and somebody that you can unleash – uh, you got to see more of him on the field. I don't care if it's running back, and I don't think it will be. But, man, I would put him in the slot. I would do different things with two backs just to get him on the field. Yeah, that, that kid, boy, that was the most, that'll be the most memorable thing about this game. Back back up the train a little bit. Watching the defense lapse, and quite, I think at times the offense got a little bit of lapse. I mean, it's the week before Ohio State. You're up right. over Maryland at a game that no one's going to remember or care about. None of that really surprised me when I thought, oh, Maryland's suddenly moving the ball. Mm-hmm. Michigan was on autopilot, all right? right? You know, from, from my point of view, they're like, man, looking at the clock, where's my chicken sandwich? I want to get on the bus and get out of here and get ready for all State. That's what I was watching, right? <laughs> so I'm not I'm not too panicked about that, you know, some of those moments. And, yeah, Maryland, if their quarterback could hit the broadside of a barn, probably has a couple touchdowns earlier in that game and some big plays, but he just wasn't on. It wasn't their night. But. The night for Michigan with with Edwards out of that backfield and some of those touch passes, those little floaters in the swing passes from McNamara out there to the edge, and even McCarthy who came in, um, the the quarterbacking the quarterbacking performance with those passes and those are those are touchy, tough passes to make bows, but man, they were on the money. And then of course Edwards just lights it up. I mean, the kid was he top receiver for the night. Yeah, whether he was or not, but it's like, holy cow, where'd this kid come from? We knew he was good. We knew he had all the parts and pieces. We knew he looked like a great kid on the football field, but holy crap, did he prove it? So, wow, yeah, you got to get this guy in the field. He needs to be one of the eleven out there, some yes. way, shape, or form. Yes, because uh, he's he's a force. You got to you get the momentum going. You got to keep it going. So, hopefully, we'll see that Saturday. He catches everything is what they've said since he got here. And that wheel route, when uh, McNamara put the ball right on the money, I thought, man, that's a play. Now, that's one maybe I would have said, hey, save that one for the Buckeyes because that one kind of came out of nowhere. But those are the kind of difference makers in this game uh, because Ohio State's going to have more team speed. They're going to have better players at most positions. That's just the way it is. They have recruited better. But a guy, Jared Irons, a former captain at Michigan, said, you know what? They've always had better players in a lot of positions. It's not always about that. The difference now between the teams of the 90s, like the mid-90s that were upsetting Ohio State, is how much stress they put on you as an offense where they can expose your weaknesses. Back then you had a David Boston, right, or a Terry Glenn, and, okay, you you match him up with your best corner and you maybe negate him. But now, uh, if your linebacker's a little slow, they got a way to exploit that. They've got three guys out there that are going to be playing in the NFL, so... I'm not going to be completely shocked or completely fire everybody if Ohio State puts some points on the board on Saturday. Yeah, Ohio State, here's a newsflash, Ohio State can score points. Yes. So whatever recipe this coaching staff, I'm, I'm sure they're going to watch a lot of the Penn State film against Ohio State because that defense seemed to keep them in check. Of course, I don't think it takes a defensive coordinator or a professional coach to, to say, you better put pressure on that quarterback. So, Hutch and Ajabo have to have the greatest game of the year, and they got to be disruptive, and they're going to have to mix in some blitzes. But I think it starts with making that young quarterback of theirs uncomfortable so that he doesn't have the luxury of time and comfort to find those NFL receivers that are running everywhere behind an offensive line that's pretty doggone good, Ballas. I've watched enough Ohio State football this year. Their tackles are good. 
They can block in the middle. They're very athletic. They move around. So, yeah, Ohio State can score. So Michigan's going to have to find their ways on defense to put as much pressure on there as they can. I think the, the recipe for success for Michigan is the things I just mentioned, but also offensively, Michigan has to just get first downs, get first downs, keep all those NFL wide out uh, burners, Ohio State, keep them on the sideline watching a lot of football on Saturday, yeah. give yourself a chance, put some pressure on that quarterback, cause a turnover and convert red zone offense against Ohio State. I know it's at home. We talked about it at Michigan State. I said, you know, you kick field goals at Michigan State, you're going to lose. You yeah. kick field goals at home against Ohio State, you're going to lose. You yeah. need to score touchdowns because you better get on the board. And it's like Mel Tucker said, we need to control the ball, and if we can keep them off the field, well, that didn't happen so, so well for them. They were boat raced. It was an embarrassment. Yeah. They were kind of exposed for who they really are. And uh, and granted, Ohio State has a way of doing that to a lot of teams. But the better defensive teams they've faced, the you know, if you look at Nebraska, you look at Penn State, they had some success by keeping them out of the end zone. And that's something that Michigan's going to have to do here. Uh, your thoughts on how the uh, uh, Michigan offensive line played against Maryland? Yeah, I thought they played pretty well. And pass protection was, at times, it was a couple pressures. Uh, there was one play that uh, I know McNamara took a shot on. That was on Hassan Haskins. It wasn't on the offensive line. Uh, they Maryland did run a couple twists. We picked them up pretty well. Uh, we weren't without a couple issues uh, in, the, in the game. We weren't absolutely clean. Um, we're going to have to be Saturday. We're going to be better than we are this last Saturday against Maryland. But, yeah, Filiaga got the start at left guard there, and I think Chuck did okay. There was a couple red zone plays where it's like, well, we didn't get any push there. We're standing up too high. But overall, they did just fine. We got out of there. We checked the boxes that we needed to check. This Saturday is the true measuring the stick of the overall performance of this offensive line unit. We'll see what happens when you play against Ohio State. It's always the measuring stick. But yeah. I think for the for the situation, again, as I mentioned it, Every guy in that roster, when they went up 14 and what it was a 21 to three, a 24 to three, yeah. Michigan put it on autopilot. I'm thinking to myself, man, I would have done the same thing. It's yeah. whatever. Let's get out of here again. Let's get on the bus. Give me my chicken sando and let's get home and start watching the film against the Buckeyes. <laughs> Just read our shirts made. We have sure skiing in a chicken sandwich, but it was Chick Fil A, buddy. It was Chick Fil A in the press box, and it's it? all over the place down there. It was fantastic. <laughs> well, I bet it was one a good ride home then. For the press, it was. So. It was great. But that's, was, you know, again, I, I wasn't going to read too much into it either way yeah. against what I saw there, and there was, of course, a couple things I wrote down in some notes that we'll we'll talk about when we break down some of these plays here. But they did just fine, and I think uh, Keegan. You know, hopefully he's healthy enough, and, the, and their offensive line is healthy enough. But you know, back to your your question or your comment earlier about guys not being healthy. This week against this opponent in this moment tends to make a lot of injuries go away. Yeah, a lot of that soreness you felt maybe for Maryland week, you don't feel it when it's Ohio State because the yeah. world will be watching Saturday. The yeah. world probably wasn't watching against Maryland at Maryland. Right. The, wor the world will be tuning in to see how you do, and it tends to make guys feel better and a little more uh, pep in their step. I think this will be the most watched college football game of the year, and that I don't think that's hyperbole. I think that's actually a fact uh, based on what's on the line, and people want to see, okay, can Michigan finally get over the hump? Uh, I think 70% or 65% of the people that we polled at the Wolverine.com predict a, an Ohio State win of seven points or more, and I can't blame them for that. Uh, at some point, though, breaks even out in series, and I get that Ohio State's been better, and I get that Michigan hasn't made their own breaks sometimes, but 
boy, in big games, uh, things have not gone their way. And sometimes the football gods even things out. John Beeline again once said it. I excite that guy a lot because he was pretty insightful. And he said, you know, we lost four or five games on half-court shots or buzzer beaters that shouldn't have gone in. So he wasn't going to sit there and apologize when Jordan Poole hits a 30-footer to beat Houston, for example, because these things tend to even out, and I think they will. I was a little disappointed in the defensive line, I'll be honest with you. I thought they got push, and that's what worries me about Ohio State, and I think that Michigan was maybe in a dime package a lot when that was going on, and that maybe Maryland thought, okay, we're going to try to exploit the run a little bit, but they got some push against that D-line. This Ohio State line is huge, and people don't forget that it's not just about slinging the ball. I, it seems to me they could line up probably at four or five yards at a crack, and uh, boy, that's tough to defend, isn't it? Yeah, they're, well, their two tackles are bigger than normal, right? I mean, their right tackle is 6'8", like 380, 400 pounds. He's a biscuit away from 400, but the dude can move. Yeah. And he's pretty good, pretty, pretty good player. Their guards, again, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a very effective offensive line. I've, I've been watching Ohio State since the Indiana game. They destroyed Indiana watching them, and they got obviously a good young running back, and they get a stable of guys. Listen. I don't care what the numbers are there, what their names are. They're all good, right? Yeah. But but these, you know, again, you mentioned it earlier. These are the matchups where where what I'll be looking for in the, re- the recent Ohio State games, what we haven't seen, what I'll be looking for is does Michigan's players come up with their best game of the year in this game? Because in the last few seasons, it's been the opposite. In the last few seasons, our best players have played their worst games against Ohio State. If if this team's trends are the opposite of what the last few seasons have been, then that means Saturday, Hutch and Ojabo and Ross and and uh, McNamara and Schoonmacher and all and Gray and all of them, all of them are going to play their very best. And that's what you have to do to beat Ohio State. The stupid stuff we've seen in this game, you know, two years ago in Ann Arbor, we saw some dumb stuff going on out there, late hits, untying dude's shoes at the bottom of the pile, just Mickey Mouse stuff that wasn't Michigan. All that's gone. And so now is the time to measure up and see what is truly different. And the pressure is what you want, man. When you come to Ann Arbor and you wear that uniform, this is exactly what you want. And I'm sure the more people like you and I cast a little doubt and wonder and other fans and people mm-hmm. across the country say Michigan is going to get destroyed by Ohio State again, or well, I'm not sure, or can they slow them down, all the juice probably falls in Michigan's favor for locker, for locker room fodder. But we'll see. And I, 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 would mess, I would guess that these players are absolutely counting down the day, the days, not to Thanksgiving morning for the big meal or on Thanksgiving afternoon. But to Saturday, man, it's like Christmas times 10 when you get a chance to knock these guys off. Is it different, uh, the feeling on the field, the hitting? Uh, how much different is Ohio State than the rest of the games on the schedule? It's. Uh, I always thought, in my experience, uh, having watched three games from the sideline and playing in one, um, it is the most pure physical football game of the year, the way I've described it in my experience. Again, um, you want to you wanna kill them as much as you do any other rival. But that game seems to have a heightened level, heightened level of intensity and desire within it. And sometimes you see that get away from guys. You know, stupid things happen and penalties fly and guys are, you know, Ohio State guys and Michigan guys over the years. And, I, and hopefully we don't see that. But uh, this game has a unique intensity all its own. 
and battles, it's like doing a, it's like doing, you know, imagine you're a marathon runner, right? And you're, and you go through all the emotions of all those miles and you go through the long, you know, part there in the middle and you're tired and you're hurting at the end. This is the, this is the crescendo of your effort in this, in this game. And this is, you, you leave it all out there. You know, all the cliches come in, but they're so true. You're done with that game. There's nothing left. You don't get tired at all. There's no physical issues in this game. When you got a mangled finger and hands and everything else, it doesn't matter. You go out there and play every ounce of energy you've got in this game. And if you don't, they blow you off the field by 40 and people wonder what the heck happened. We've yep. seen that movie before in the last few years. We're ready for the other version. Yep. And if you get that, then you get to go play Wisconsin again, who's improving. <laughs> Like crazy with mangled fingers and, and broken noses and everything else. And that'd be crazy, but let's cross that bridge when we get to it. So, um, your thoughts on Michigan State, Ohio State? I, I guess I was surprised at the outcome that it wasn't competitive 49 to nothing. It literally could have been 100 to nothing if they'd kept their foot on the gas. And so, yeah. Well, is, uh, obviously, uh, Kenny Walker got held and, and didn't get going there. And we knew the Michigan State passing defense versus one of the best, most effective passing offenses in the country with NFL talent running all over the field. That was a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Ohio State just did what they're capable of doing against, you know, one of the pass defenses in the, in the Big Ten that's not all that good. And so I was surprised that, that they held Walker as much as they did. I thought Michigan State's offense oh. would at least be able to get him going a little bit. I thought Michigan State was going to lose the game, but I had no idea it was going to be an absolute destru- destruction in the first half with the game over by the middle of the second quarter. Yeah, they were. That was, that was a little surprising. But again, you look at the matchups, you know, you got to mind your matchups out there, Ballas, and you got no answers for their wideouts, and that kid has time back there, and Michigan State's pass rush one on one. Uh, is not, you know, statistically is not near the top of the Big Ten, certainly of the nation, and those guys can protect that quarterback. That's like shooting fish in a barrel, man. That's all that kid did. So looking back on it now, it's not all that surprising. No, I'm not going to pick Michigan to win on Saturday. I'm going to say that right now. Your thoughts? Uh, I can't imagine that, uh, you know, I, I feel, I think the spread opened at seven. It's up to eight. Um, I just feel there's too much firepower out there. I do think Michigan will play better. I just don't think they're going to win. Their consolation prize scheme will probably be the Rose Bowl, and that's not too bad if it comes to that. Yeah, you know, if it comes to that ballast, that's a, that is a heck of a consolation prize. Um, that's a special opportunity and experience to go out there and play in that game. I don't care what anybody says about the current playoff picture or not, having done that four times in my life. That's a special opportunity. Hopefully that's not the case. I think you're right, Ballas, that Michigan's up against an enormous uh, challenge here. And I think Michigan's going to have to play their absolute best and get a break or two from a mistake by Ohio State in order to win this football game. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll make our predictions at the end of the week. Um, I think you're out hunting turkeys tomorrow and Tuesday. Is that correct? <laughs> so for this it's, team- hey, it's an exciting week for me. I get to go to Cleveland tomorrow. Wow. For, uh, for a little bit of work. And all, all my coworkers down there in Cleveland, guess what? They're all, except for one, they're all Buckeye fans. So this yeah. is the week that I get to hear all about it. But, you know, I'll be fine. Yeah, you will. You'll hang in there and then Thursday come back and have a nice meal. So, Skeen, I appreciate your time. We'll break down some plays now. Uh, do our in the trenches later in the week. Always appreciate your insights. All right. Go Blue.